1: Nine nine five gold. That's eight three three nine nine five gold. Eight three
2: three nine nine five G O L D. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? Well, it's estimated that over fifty percent of medical bills contain errors. Healthlock can help you. Healthlock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes and fraud. You can even have Healthlock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, Healthlock has helped its members save over $130 million. So to save, visit Healthlock.com today. That's Healthlock.com today.
1: Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton show podcast.
0: Welcome to the
2: Clay Travis and Buck
0: Sexton Show everybody Strap your ears in because we are at Liftoff we got a lot to talk about here We are stacked with stories, much going on in the world today Um, We will have Congressman Jim Jordan in the second hour of the program Talking to us about, uh, well, a number of issues that you will want to hear about More than we could even get into right now uh, we also are going to be discussing the latest on the GOP primary heading into New Hampshire. Clay keeps asking the question both on this show and to me in text message and phone call after the show. What is the path? And I keep looking at them saying, for anyone not named Trump, I don't know what the path is, but they seem to think there's a path, so we shall discuss this uh, for sure, get into some of the details. J.P. Morgan's Jamie Dimon getting a lot of attention for saying... Trump was right on some things. Um, and then some additional look, it's the speculation Olympics with some of this stuff. Um, they're just going to keep saying, you know, Oh, maybe it's going to be this vice president. Maybe it's going to be that vice president. They're, they're going to be doing everything in, in their power. Um, to try to get everyone through this media cycle of. Oh, this vice president, that vice, we'll talk about, there are a couple more names that we find interesting that are in the mix today. So we shall discuss that. But I, I think, I know we got a few days until the New Hampshire primary. We'll certainly dive into that. But for me right now, biggest story in the country is that Republicans are considering an immigration deal. At least some Republicans are. It's being crafted in the Senate. You got Chuck Schumer going out there saying, that this is great, and that it's so bipartisan. And now, I don't want to be overly simplistic, but that means that this is terrible. And the more you dive into this, the more you recognize right away this immigration deal, whatever it's going to be, is going to do nothing other than help Democrats and weak Republicans in a year where there should be a reckoning on the wide-open border that we have the headline here on the wall street journal was biden accedes to tougher immigration policy to deflect criticism and secure ukraine aid uh clay there's so much going on here that's wrong but here here's republican uh maria salazar it's actually my my congresswoman uh who is calling for legalization of everybody who has been here more than five years, Play seven. It's very important because it's the only bill in Congress that is bipartisan. And not only that, it accomplishes exactly what the country needs to seal the border, secure the border. And once that is done, once that border is secured, then we look back and we give some type of dignity to those people who have been here for more than five years who are contributing with your economy. Like my colleague
1: said, this is dignity is not a, an immigration reform law. This is a national
0: security, it's an economic bill. Because you know that the business, business sector is saying we need hands. Those hands are here, we just need to legalize them. I'm not talking about citizenship. I'm talking about dignity, not amnesty, Dignity. No, she's talking about amnesty, Clay. She can say it's dignity, but it's actually amnesty, and this is a disaster, and if Republicans fall for this, they deserve to get crushed in the fall.
1: Yeah, I think the entire concept here of trying to link aid for Ukraine and aid for our own border is broken at the outset. And I don't like the idea because what it presumes is some sort of grand bargain, but we shouldn't be bargaining when it comes to taking care of our own country's border security. And I, I, I give you credit because you were the first person that I ever heard say it. But the obsession that Joe Biden has had with protecting every square mile of Ukrainian territory, which, by the way, it's going really bad in Ukraine. You, you know that you haven't heard anything really about Ukraine for some time since, remember the much-vaunted summer offensive that was coming from Ukraine that was going to put Russia back on its heels and was going to really make Vladimir Putin howl? It hasn't happened, and also, the Russian economy hasn't collapsed. In fact, all those Western business interests basically were just given to Vladimir Putin's capitalist crony oligarch friends and so, you know, for instance, McDonald's, they renamed and just handed all of the McDonald's assets, and I'm just using that as one company example, uh, to a, a, a friend and a colleague and a supporter of Vladimir Putin. So the money actually has all gotten repatriated, the assets, into Russia, and they've become somewhat more reliant than they ever were before. And meanwhile... They have completely strengthened their lines, and now they are slowly beginning an advance against Ukraine, which doesn't have the manpower. I'm not talking about the material. They don't have the manpower, Buck. They have raised, I believe I'm correct in this, a conscription age in Ukraine for men up to 60 years old now. So if you are 18 to 60 in age, they are now drafting, you think about that, a 58- or 59-year-old guy. And I know some of you out there listening to me are in pretty good shape and you're 58 or 59. You're not, and nobody should be right now trying to live in a trench, but much less somebody who's approaching 60 years old. That's where Ukraine is. So this connection buck at its most baseline level, I don't see it being combated very much by Republicans just saying this is a non-starter on its face that we should ever link them in the first place.
0: It's all about evading accountability for the politicians who are going to sign on to this. Because what it does by conflating things together in a bill that have actually nothing to do with each other, they can say, Oh, well, I wasn't really, it wasn't really about Ukraine. It was about securing our border. And the people who really just want to tell their constituents they're securing or that they're helping Ukraine can say, I don't really care about the border, but I needed to get yeah. Ukraine that money. This is why they do it. It's a version of even what we saw with COVID where the politicians said, I'm not making decisions. It's the CDC and the CD said, it's not us. It's the politicians nobody is ever accountable don't let them get away with it these things have nothing to do with each other the bill that they are advancing is is unserious if anyone cares about stopping illegal immigration in this country notice how she didn't talk about well what happens if you've been here less than five years which we know by the time biden's up for re-election it'll be about eight million people that's and and by the way you know what happens to them Oh, we're going to wait and wait and wait until their court hearings happen, which is going to be in 10 years, if ever. And they're going to say, you know what? They've been here 10 years. They should stay, too. We are not idiots. We see what they are trying to do. We recognize what they've done in the past when there have been these mass amnesties and this whole dignity, not amnesty thing. If it's so undignified, go back to your home country where you have legal residency. This is nonsense. The stuff that they are saying. Clay, we are losing our country. The Democrats are on their back heels the numbers are terrible for them on this issue, terrible for Joe Biden on this issue. And we're going to yeah. give them a lifeline by having some crappy bipartisan border bill in the election year. It's insane.
1: Yeah. And here's something I would like to hear more discussion about, because even if Trump were to win and become president in 2024, you know what would happen is as soon as the mass deportations began, there would be lawsuits, there would be court shenanigans, uh, there would be. Total media opposition to the idea that anybody should have to go back. They'll find kids getting separated, they allege, from their parents. What we really need is not just a wall. We have to eliminate the incentive for people to want to come here in the first place. And this is why I keep coming back to it, and I hear almost no one talking about it. We have to once and for all end the idea of birthright citizenship by soil ...in the United States. For people out there who don't understand, if your mom or dad are a citizen of the United States... ...and you are born anywhere around the world, you should and and would be still a citizen of the United States. I mean, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the idea that if you cross the Rio Grande River... ...or you somehow fly in from China and decide to stay at a luxury hospital in L.A. for uh, a couple of weeks... ...your kid that is then born on American soil should not automatically become an American citizen. You can't I, I take agree. away the incentive on jobs, but you can take away that incentive.
0: I I agree with you, but that's more even of a of a long-term incentive structure cuz we got 30 million illegals in the country right now, right? Yeah. So so you know, yes, I, you're completely correct. We have to end birthright citizenship. That would be one piece of changing the incentive structure. The immediate piece though or the thing that is is has to happen as soon as you have a Republican president in office, which, God willing, is going to be one almost one year to the day from now, right? Yeah. Is you're going to deport people who have come here illegally in large numbers, not a 100,000 a year. It's going to have to be a half a million to a million a It's going a to have year. to be millions to really impact things. That's right. Because at that, the
1: rate people are coming in, unless you take people out at millions at a time, the numbers keep going up, right? That's well, this the this is
0: why I, I saw the Biden number. They're like, we've deported 400,000 people. I'm like... You've let in 7 million. You've deported 400,000. Those are, those are good odds. And by, by the way, how many of those 400,000, you know, have, have actually committed serious crimes or are being deported for a specific reason beyond just their illegality in this country? But the fact that Republicans are even talking about this, I mean, let's, let's remember something here. The corrective mechanism to our wide open border is to punish those who are in power who decided to do this. And put people in power who at least have the possibility of correcting it. Joe Biden came into office. I want to remind everybody of this. Day one, he says we are, we are stopping all deportations, Clay. I think it was for a hundred days, right? 90 days or a hundred days. I think it was a hundred days. Ceasing all deportations. Stopping the remain in Mexico program. What you are seeing happening at the border now is not an accident. It is the result they wanted. It is a direct consequence of what Joe Biden and the left-wing Democrats wanted for this country. And now that people are seeing it, and Clay, the numbers, the numbers that are coming out about how people feel about this, this is, this is why they're pretending that they care all of a sudden. You've got 68% of the country, I think. Yeah, 68% disapprove of Joe Biden on the border. 63% they say they want it to be tougher. That's of all adults surveyed, okay? If you're losing almost 70% on an issue going into an election year, and it's one of the primary issues in all the polling, you're in big trouble.
1: I also want people to understand, be smart about what they are trying to set up here. If you refuse, they're going to try to blame Republicans for what's going on at the border. They're already trying it. Understand what you are being set up for here. If you won't support Ukraine and the border connected, they're going to put Ukraine off to the side and Joe Biden is going to go out and he's going to start making mess- uh, aggressive speeches because the numbers are so bad, Buck. He's going to go out and say Republicans won't clean up the border and he's going to try to get that confused for voters
0: out there. He will try. I, I, this is one where I am very confident he will fail. Enough because of New York and what's happening on the streets there, because of Chicago, because of these cities and the migrants and the, and the clogged emergency rooms and the school rooms that are overflowing and kids can't get an education and all the resources and, and the end of trash pickup, 40% reduction of trash pickup in New York City. Clay, people see this yeah. in a way that they haven't before. So you're completely correct in my estimation. Biden's going to try that, but it won't work. The only way it works is if some of the worst Republicans in the United States Congress manage to get their way and pass some kind of immigration bipartisan bill that then gives the Democrats cover to say, we understand it's a problem, Biden signed it, we are working on it. Yeah. That, that's, that's lunacy to do that. That is lunacy. So, you know, I'm... I am fired up about this one. Cause if you look at the names here, I actually, I actually wrote down some of the names of who's, uh, who's involved in this one. I mean, you're looking at McConnell, Graham, Tillis, Langford. That, those are the Republicans in the there, Senate. There that make are, you, and I
1: get, I get why people are frustrated. There are an awful lot of people that it doesn't matter what political party they represent. They're just going to go along to get along.
0: If this is, it's the rhino pen that is supporting this. Truly, truly. Rhinoceros horns all over the place. Rhino pen. They are trying to push this through. It is a disaster. Do not let them get away with this. Every time they tell you something is not amnesty, whether it's a Democrat or a Republican, it's an amnesty. If they have to say it's not an amnesty, it's an amnesty. All right, look, for all the bad news out there to contend with, here's some good news. The lives of 58,000 unborn babies were saved in 2023 by the generosity of this audience and the efforts of the team working at Preborn's network of clinics. Every day, these clinics open their doors to welcome pregnant mothers like Charlotte, who learned she was pregnant when she was seven weeks along. Charlotte thought abortion might be her best option, but before taking that action, which can never be undone, she visited the Preborn Clinic in her community. There, she met her child via an ultrasound and heard her baby's heartbeat. It was a game-changing moment, and she decided to choose life. Preborn operates on donations from you and me, the pro-life community. They do not receive a dime from the government. So if you have the means, would you please consider a leadership gift to save many babies? Your tax-deductible donation of $5,000 would sponsor Preborn's entire network for a 24-hour period. Think about that. It is a tax-deductible donation, $5,000. You would be able to save, likely, based on the numbers and the choices that are made here, 200 tiny babies' lives. Donate on your cell phone. Dial pound 250 and say the keyword baby. That's pound 250. Say baby. Or donate securely online at preborn.com slash buck, preborn.com slash B-U-C-K. Sponsored by Preborn.
1: The Torch of Truth past and still lit every day the clay travis and buck sexton
0: show why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver i just don't understand
1: have we already forgotten about regional bank closures inflation global instability and the potential for serious world conflicts
0: you can look to precious metals for various reasons one having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug out plan two diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call
1: 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D.
0: No surprise, but do you know the number of abortions in states where it's deemed legal have increased since the overturning of Roe versus Wade? Sadly, unborn babies' lives are more at risk than ever, and that's where Preborn steps in. Preborn introduces moms to their precious babies through ultrasound. When a mom in crisis hears her baby's heartbeat and sees her or him on ultrasound, she is twice as likely to choose life. Preborn has rescued hundreds of thousands of babies' lives, and their network of clinics are located in the highest abortion states. Standing strong for moms in crisis and the most vulnerable, preborn babies. Five ultrasounds are just one hundred and forty dollars helping to rescue five babies. Preborn relies on donations from us. To donate securely, use your cell phone and dial pound two fifty and say the keyword baby. That's pound two fifty, saying baby, or go to preborn.com slash buck. That's preborn.com slash buck. You will never regret saving a baby's life. Visit preborn.com slash buck
2: HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. Bottom line, insurance alone isn't enough. To save, visit HealthLock.com. Do it today before you see another healthcare provider. That's HealthLock.com.
1: Welcome back in. Play Travis Buck Sexton show. I want to mention this story because I don't think it's going to get a lot of attention. But I think a lot of you out there are going to be familiar with this So yesterday, last day or two, there was supposed to be a merger. I was just talking about this with Buck Off Air. It's just another thing that the Biden administration, it appears, has totally gotten it wrong when it comes to business. So JetBlue was buying Spirit Airlines. I have flown Spirit. There's probably some of you out there. What did you describe as the Spirit
0: Airlines? No, no, Uh, I love Spirit Airlines. I've flown it, and it was very effective and very uh, economical. Alright, so Spirit Airlines, uh, which is,
1: uh, I'm a Southwest Airlines guy, so I'm not trying to be, uh, a snob here. But Spirit Airlines, uh, is low-cost carrier. JetBlue, uh, was initially founded by some of the old Southwest people. And so JetBlue, uh, was buying Spirit Airlines. They were gonna merge, they were gonna become, I think, the fifth or sixth largest airline. The Biden administration said, no, this is not allowed, this will be an antitrust violation. So one judge listened to this case. The Biden administration argued it's antitrust. They said, uh, the judge came out and said, you know what, Biden administration, you're right. This is an antitrust violation. Won't be good for consumers. This merger is not allowed to happen. And now Spirit Airlines is in danger of going bankrupt. The stock has dropped in half and the company may cease to exist. So... I I mean, again, this just goes to people not understanding basic business, not only the judge, but the fact that the Biden administration argued this. How in the world does the average American traveler benefit by an airline going bankrupt as opposed to being purchased and becoming part of a larger network with JetBlue, which is a lower cost carrier in the first place? This is so bad by the Biden administration and this judge.
0: They have not return to the staffing levels pre-pandemic in a lot of these airlines, including with ground crews and air traffic control, and that's one of the reasons why now you just have man-made delays all the time, everybody. Weather is weather. I get it. But you actually just have, oh, we don't have the pilots or we don't have the crew or we don't have the ground crew or we don't have the – and it just keeps getting worse because it's one of the most highly regulated industries in the world and the government makes everything worse. I Just think about that, Buck. They went from, hey, we're
1: going to merge, we're going to get $3 billion in assets for this company and create a better business model for flying consumers. And now the company may go bankrupt because of the idiot Biden administration and this idiot judge. Look, do you want to save a lot of money? I know all of you are making decisions, making uh, New Year's resolutions as we begin 2024 how can you and your family save money you can do partly what my family did trust pure talk with your wireless service pure talk will hook you up in a really big way like they take care of my 15 year old son we're still out of school all week here Uh, I know a lot of you also in the south are in a similar boat kids have been out of school all week Sometimes it can be hard to keep track of them. They're running around playing in the snow, which doesn't happen here very often. I trust Pure Talk to keep in touch with my family, with my own 15-year-old son. They can hook you up as well. You can save $1,000 in a year. Here's how you switch. Dial pound 250 and say Clay and Buck. That is pound 250, say Clay and Buck. Pure Talk, pound Two five zero. All
0: right, so we had uh Ted Cruz weighing in on the border issue saying that Joe Biden is so bad on this issue that he made him miss Barack Obama this cut nine play it.
1: Joe Biden did something I never thought would be possible. He made me miss Barack Obama. Look, Barack Obama, I I disagreed with on a ton of issues. I think he was a bad president. But you know what? On immigration, Obama, by and large, followed the law. Barack Obama deported millions of people. In fact, the left got mad at him. Remember, they they used to call Obama the deporter-in-chief? (laughs) <laughs> what Biden is doing, no president in the history of our country has ever done. He's just utterly defying the law. He is essentially saying, I don't care what the law says. I'm going to let everyone go. Joe Biden and Kamala Harris are the last mile of the human trafficking network and they're sending illegal immigrants to every city in America.
0: Okay. Let's dive into some of this. First off, I, I got to say, I, I think that, um, one thing that Senator Cruz might be leaving out of this analysis is that they were calling Obama the deporter in chief leading into 2012 when he was trying to get reelected. And I have been saying on this show, I want everyone to re- be remembered, uh, be reminded rather of this. Um, Biden is going to start to tack to the center on immigration because he has to on illegal immigration because he knows that it's a losing issue for Democrats, a major weakness in important swing states, particularly it's exactly what Barack Obama did. And as soon as Obama secured re-election, it was a full-on push for mass amnesty. That was the so-called comprehensive immigration reform bill, which really hurt the uh, future careers of a number of Republican members of the Senate because they were trying. Remember, this it was the Gang of Eight, right? The Gang of Eight bill. And it, when people looked at it, it was amnesty, and then a whole bunch of things that were never going to be enforced, and provisions that were going to be loose, and there were going to be lawsuits and, and everything else. The only thing that was guaranteed was amnesty. So I think, Clay, what we're seeing here is the repeat in many ways. We've talked about how this is the third term of Obama, and you know, in terms of the advisors and the people that are making important decisions, it's also following the same playbook, which is now it's been three years. Now it's a board, now it's time for a comprehensive border bill that's bipartisan. Now that they've let 7 million people or 6.8 million people into the country illegally, intentionally. I mean, at some point, if Republicans get bullied or fooled into this again, you know, we deserve the dissolution of the country that is underway because we don't actually have a border. Did you see
1: Dave Rubin's tweet this morning? Uh, he was flying and he took a picture and I've seen other people talking about this. I uh, took a picture that basically if you're a migrant you can and you know an illegal immigrant however you want to classify it you can get on an airplane no matter what did you look at this uh yeah
0: I saw I point, saw the photo sure yeah
1: yeah yeah for people out there who didn't see it y- you know how hard it is to go through security at a United States airport now we can argue and I think sadly a lot of the TSA Work there is prop, and it's not actually doing that much good uh, in terms of making us all safer. That's my personal belief. I never go through a TSA checkpoint and think, oh, these are the highest skilled uh security personnel on the planet, right? Most of the time, they seem barely awake, don't seem particularly engaged or that excited about their jobs. My general take on the TSA, some of you may disagree. Some of you may work in the TSA and disagree with me. But the point is, there are all these different regimented requirements that you have to have security-wise to be able to go through an airport checkpoint. We now are letting people just have a photo taken of them, and they can get on an airplane all over the country, even if they aren't citizens and they don't have any papers at all. I I, Again, I, I just look at this, and I come back, Buck, to... You remember when... You couldn't come into this country unless you had gotten the COVID shot. If you were from Europe, if you were from Asia, they wouldn't allow Novak Djokovic into play at the... Except
0: uh, for all the millions of illegals who were coming in. It was also true in New York that you, your kids, if you were an illegal, did not have to have the COVID vaccine to go to New York City public schools. But if you were a New Yorker, an American, kids not allowed to go to school without the vaccine. So... When you are allowing
1: people to just walk across our southern border and you don't you're not concerned about the health. There's no COVID shot mandate. There's no obligations with any of this. The intent to create the destruction was there and the incentive structure, which I come back to. Do you remember when Fox News interviewed the guy right after the turn of the year, uh, when Biden had been sworn in and he actually had a Biden shirt on? <laughs> and I was like, would have you ever seen anybody in, 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 in merch for Joe Biden? Even flags, even, uh, you know, yard signs. No one has them. This immigrant had them, uh, had a Biden shirt on and he said, because Joe Biden wants us all to come here. That is the message. And it's also incredibly important to discuss how much different the border has become, not only because the cartel makes more money off of Illegal entry to the now. United States yeah. than any American pro sports league. That is a staggering stat. The the cartel makes more money bringing people illegally into the United States than the NFL makes in profit every year. In rep, I mean that is just crazy to think about. But Buck, it's not even the issue on the border that we used to have, which is a lot of people from Mexico come across back and forth they take jobs they tend to go back home they're going back and forth now it's people all over the world have recognized how wide open our southern border is it's easier to get into the united states from africa than it is to get into europe from africa just geographically that's an absolutely
0: bonkers and i think everyone has to has to keep in mind that this is by design and that's why it is so dishonest when Chuck Schumer is talking. First of all, he's talking about Ukraine. He's like, you know, if we don't have funding for Ukraine, you know, we're going to rue the day on the whole world. And I sit here, I'm like, if Russia's having trouble with Ukraine militarily, we're really supposed to believe that Russia's then just going to start rolling over NATO countries, too? Uh They're going to trigger Article 5 and NATO and be like, yeah, no big deal. It's insane. It's insane. But this is what they keep saying. Um but beyond that, on the, on back to the border issue, you sit here and it's as though Democrats expect us all to forget what their positions have been on this all along, which is going along with the lie that these are asylum seekers. They are not asylum seekers. They are frauds. They are overwhelmingly lying. 90% of them have no legitimate claim for asylum whatsoever. They are skipping the immigration line. Everybody knows it. It's a scam. It's like if everyone decided to stop paying their taxes all of a sudden, the government would have a really big problem with that. They'd say the law is the law. They decided to stop enforcing immigration law and we're just supposed to accept it. Um, this is why the, the fact that Republicans are the worst Republicans in the Senate, that should tell you a lot, are the ones that are pushing this the hardest. And, and the Republicans who are worried about their jobs in the House, cause they're in close districts or, you know, even Biden districts. They're the ones who are pushing this. It is entirely selfish. It is not in the best interest of the country. And look, I'm just going to say it. If Trump doesn't win the election and do the massive deportations that he's promising to do, which some people listening to this probably think, oh, it's just it's just Trump saying Trump stuff, right? Maybe. I don't know. If Trump doesn't do that, folks, it's all over. We might as well have an open border because the country will be transformed forever and the lawlessness will overwhelm whatever immigration system we think we have.
1: Yeah, my concern is that the courts will immediately bog down Trump when he tries to deport. Now, we've had Stephen Miller on this program, and he is incredibly detailed and smart, (coughs) excuse me, and sophisticated about everything that needs to be done at the border. I hope he is put in charge in the event Trump wins and they just let him go full on in terms of trying to clean up the border. But the problem is... Once you get over 8 million people here, which there will be by the time somebody takes the oath of office in January of 2025, just since Joe Biden became president, not to count the 10 million or so other whatever the math uh, number is, how in the world do you go about moving that segment of people out of a location? The, the, the sheer logistics of trying to get, 15 million, 10 million, whatever the number is, people deported is staggering to think about. Not to mention all the obstacles that are going to be put in place, which is why I think the long-range plan is get them all here. There isn't any solution. And then they slowly start working on the idea of we have to give them amnesty and make them citizens.
0: And that never stops because we have a massive welfare state and we have a country that has decided that there should be a... A, a, a shame on traditional America and the rest of the world is owed your labor, your money, Americans. That's the way that the Democrat party views things. It's like a giant global Marxist redistribution of wealth program tied in with DEI. Remember, we're only
1: 4% of the United States, of the world population. We're all incredibly fortunate to be United States citizens, but we only represent, I believe the math is 4% of the global population. At some point we get full. Uh and uh, and certainly I think we're well past that right now. Look, uh, a lot of you out there just got through the holiday season. You had Christmas, Thanksgiving, New Year's. You're out there celebrating with your friends and family. How many of you remembered sitting around the Christmas tree, whether it was you as a parent, you as a grandparent now, but you remember back when you were a kid, maybe you remember when your kids were kids. How many of you thought about all the great family memories that you've had over the years? How many of them are really preserved? Most families have one or two people who are the steward of family history, right? They're the people who keep up with the old photos. They're the people who keep up with the old videos, all the old film reels, the slides. How many of you have ensured that all those old family memories are preserved digitally for as long as you can possibly imagine, to be shared with generations yet to come? That's the business of Legacy Box. They preserve your family's memories. They've got... Fifteen different types of old media that they can convert to digital files. Videotapes, cassettes, Super 8 films, slides, print photos, you name it, there's no limit to what they can produce. Legacy Box, based right here uh, in my home state of Tennessee and my mom's hometown of Chattanooga, Tennessee, they have a team of over 200 technicians going to work, hand-transferring each item of your family's legacy and history into a brand new digital file memory for your family for years to come. And right now, you can get an incredible offer. Good New Year's resolution: preserve your family's memories by going to legacybox.com/clay to get 50% off. A million and a half families have already relied on Legacy Box. They make it easy, affordable, and safe for your tapes and films. You can trust them like we have. Legacybox.com/clay. That's a legacybox.com slash clay. Need a break from politics? A little comedy to counter the craziness? So do we. The Sunday Hang. A weekend podcast to lighten things up a bit. Find it in the Clay and Buck podcast feed on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-GOLD.
0: Meet Kelsey. When she found out she was pregnant, she wasn't sure where to turn. But after meeting with the counselors at a preborn network clinic, they welcomed her and supported her and provided her with a free ultrasound. Kelsey heard her baby's heartbeat and she chose life.
2: When a mother looks at her child through a sonogram, it does something to you. You know, I ended up deciding to keep my son, who is now five years old today. He's amazing. He brings absolute joy to my heart. I could not imagine life without him.
0: By introducing a woman to her baby on an ultrasound, a baby's chance at life doubles. Your tax-deductible donation of $5,000 will sponsor Preborn's entire network for 24 hours, helping to rescue 200 babies. To donate, use your cell phone and dial pound 250 and say the keyword baby. That's pound 250 saying baby. Or donate securely at preborn.com slash buck. That's preborn.com slash B-U-C-K. Sponsored by Preborn.
2: When you have health insurance, it's easy to think, I'm covered, no worries. Well, not so fast. Remember, your out-of-pocket costs are not covered by insurance. That can be a lot of money for your family. But how do you know you're not being overbilled? It's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. Unless you're a billing expert, how do you know your medical bills are accurate? HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance. When your medical claims come in, HealthLock technology reviews the claim for errors like overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. HealthLock makes it easy to find and fix hidden errors, so you pay only what you owe. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. Bottom line, insurance alone isn't enough. To save, visit HealthLock.com. Do it today before you see another healthcare provider. That's HealthLock.com. Welcome
1: back in. Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. Appreciate all of you hanging out with us. A lot of different stories uh, rolling through here. Let me take a couple of your calls. A lot of you want to react to a variety of stories. We'll dive into New Hampshire as we sit here. What is it? Five days out from the New Hampshire primary with Ron DeSantis now in South Carolina, with Nikki Haley, questions about how much viability she has there. We will discuss that in a moment. But first, Jim in Tampa, I was talking, because I don't think this story has gotten the attention that it should have. To reiterate, Biden administration says if JetBlue buys spirit that average consumers are going to suffer, the judge agrees Stock price tanks. Now Spirit is talking about potentially going into bankruptcy, which would obviously not aid and abet the average flyer out there. Uh, Jim, you're a JetBlue employee. Had you been following this? This seems crazy that this is the failure of uh, antitrust law when if a merger doesn't happen, a company goes bankrupt, the consumer not benefiting.
0: Correct. And uh, what I don't understand is I've been in the airline industry for 41 years uh, winding down my career, but uh, back when I started, uh, PSA in California is where I started. U.S. Air bought them out, and there was no problem. They also bought out Piedmont on the East Coast, and there was no problem. And then just a few years later, U.S. Air and American get together, and, and they combine to be a mega carrier, where I think what really bothers me is, if I'm not mistaken, JetBlue has maybe 5% of the market share. That's right. Of of the airline and Spirit about the same. So when they merged together, you would still only be maybe what six or eight percent of the market share. Yeah,
1: this merger would have made them the fifth biggest airline. So and and by the way, I think Alaska Airlines and Hawaii Airlines are in the in the process of trying to merge right now as well. Thank you for the call. And and over forty years, I I read this this judge decision, and I thought it was crazy. The stock market obviously did as well. But if you say a merger can't happen because it's anti-competitive, and then one of the companies that was otherwise going to merge goes bankrupt, that doesn't feel to me like you understand the basic economic rationale of the industry itself, and both the Biden administration, which argued against this merger, but also the judge who rubber-stamped the Biden administration argument, seems like a real failure of basic economic
0: understanding. What was the Biden administration argument that the judge bought by the, do we know that it just makes it too big? Cause if it's the fifth biggest, how is that too big? They said you know that I
1: mean? fares were going to go up because Spirit was a discount airline and the JetBlue would raise fares and all consumers oh would end God, up not so, being able to benefit.
0: This, no, but see, I'm so glad you told me that. So Clay, Clay brought this story to my attention right as we're on the air and I've, I've been reading about it. Um, you know, as, as folks are calling in and, and this goes to. It is hard, I think, for a lot of people out there to believe, but it is very much the case that there are, and, and it is particularly true of Democrats. There are Republicans that I'd say this is true of as well, but it's particularly true of, the, uh, true of the Democrat party. They have no idea how business actually functions. Correct. That they, they go to think tanks and NGOs and government agencies and, and, you know, government positions and nonprofits and they have no idea what profit and loss actually means.
1: And and they don't even understand basic competition. I'm not opposed to all antitrust law, right? Like if, if Google suddenly was going to merge with Apple, I would take a step back and I would say, okay, this makes me very nervous to think about a company being that big. And I'm just tossing those two out, for instance, given the power that they have in their respective industries. But the idea that you're going to be the fifth biggest airline
0: and that shouldn't
1: be allowed, uh, and now the company may go bankrupt, so who benefits at all?
0: And this is the other thing too. Ask anybody which airline they hate the most and they'll say, you know, they'll say different ones. You ask some people, they say United. You ask some people, they say American. Because they all end up with the same problems and the same uh, shortcomings because of all the government red tape and regulations and unions and nonsense that go on. Wouldn't it be made like, Where is the Elon Musk for airlines? I know there was, like, Virgin years ago was trying to do this, right? But, um, there needs to be a disruptor in the airline industry where, you know, they don't get to hold you on the tarmac for three hours because, you know, they can't find the the widget they need or something and they don't have staff to fix it. But right now we live at their mercy. They do not care. You were in the, when you were on an airplane in the United States, you were in the Soviet Union. It does not matter how angry you get. There's no one to complain to, and there's no accountability. And moves like this actually make that worse because airlines don't get better. Yeah,
1: I mean, look, they may. It, if you say it can't, a merger can't happen because of antitrust violation. Destroy this entire company because that's essentially what happened with his ruling. Our kids have said to us since we moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived.